Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Doing. Welcome to this edition of Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. Man, I've been recording uh, three straight videos, man. This is the third one. Uh, so I, because I stack them when I premiere them and make sure that I get all the information, uh, you know, that runs on a good timeline. Anyway, today we're going to dive deep into some discussion like we have the past two videos about some case actually it's three videos uh been talking about what's happening in some of these cases that are involving some uh bikers that are in clubs we've covered freddy's we've covered uh pike and portillo's we've also uh covered an incident that had to do with the outlaws uh, so, yeah, sad state of affairs, what these clubs are going through. Uh, for your information, the second part of the show won't be on today. I'm actually going to Iowa to pick up a 76 Lincoln Continental. We're going to be turning that sucker into a low rider, and then hopefully in a, about a year or two, that sucker will be ready for a show out in Las Vegas. So, woohoo! If you want to donate to the show, that is what helps keep us going. We got a link in the description box to our PayPal, or you can donate via, via chat. Uh, what is that? The... Dollar chat back or whatever the cash app. That's what it is. Man, recording too long gets to me. Anyway, that's dollar sign motorcycle madhouse, uh, and you can donate over there or as well as super chat. Uh, one question we've been getting, man, is uh, WMMR. We are not affiliated with that deal out in Pennsylvania. Ours stands for Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, but ours is WMMRDB. That is our call sign, WMMRDB. That way you know. Uh, I've had some questions about why I haven't covered specific stories. Uh, one uh, about uh, the Mongols down in Texas and stuff. Uh, another about the Pagan's national uh, president, uh, Conan, uh, being pulled over and uh, gun charged. The reason why... I didn't cover it is because I'm covering in this video because I wanted to, to go along with some because I'm going to cover some stuff with Freddie again on his appeal and you're going to see uh, this is coming from his court papers and the appeal just how vindictive the police have been to the pagans so I wanted to put his story in with this deal that I was going to talk about yeah I know I'm getting behind on biker news with these kind of uh, videos and stuff uh, these segments but I think it's really important that people understand 
what law enforcement is actually doing to some of these clubs. You know, I get a lot of people that say, you're always bashing on Leo, uh, what are you doing, and crap like that. Or, you know, well, you know, not all cops profile. That's BS, man. Uh, most cops do. Most cops do. And you'll actually see some law enforcement on my uh, feed that are actually agreeing and they talk about it and how disgusted they are by it but I believe that the story with Conan actually fits in to what I'm about to talk about so again I'll get caught up on everything I'll give you my opinion but I think it's important that everybody knows the context of what the hell they are actually doing to these guys a lot of people you know they're naysayers you know, those are the same ones that get in bed with the cops, get uh, in bed with them about uh, support the blue and all that stuff. And it's like, man, you're either a biker or you're in a motorcycle enthusiast. Now, there's nothing wrong at all with motorcycle enthusiasts. Nothing whatsoever wrong with that. The problem is when you go around and act like something you're not, and bring that ideology to the other side, that's when we start having a problem. Because the stuff that I'm talking about is real. The stuff that the Pagans Motorcycle Club, the Outlaws, the Hells Angels, the Mongols, the Ditos, they're all facing is the federal government head-on and the tricks that they will play just to get these people locked up again. And they use the media to do it. And the media, it's funny, they got a love-hate relationship with the cops. At one point they love them, the other point they hate them, but they'll always use what they want to give them. So why does the cops even use the damn media? I don't know, man, but that's cops, man. They're backstabbing everybody. <laughs> What's it matter? Uh... So let's get into this case a little bit, and we're going to jump around because this is a big deal. And we're going to give you some context here on how they use the pagan's name against people that were members and that were former members of the organization in court. This is kind of uh, what you can be seeing uh, when the Conan's case up. Because he's facing 10 years in prison and a $250,000 fine for them grabbing a gun. Now, we don't even know if it was his. Because in Chicago, I guarantee you, this happens all the time. I've seen it happen. Where they pull him out of the car, put him back by the freaking cop car. Next thing you know, the partner on the right-hand side of the vehicle... Goes in, oops, I pulled out a gun. And then all of a sudden, it's his. That's not out of the ordinary for the cops that want to pin something on somebody. So keep that in the back of your mind. And no, it's not a conspiracy theory, because I've actually seen it done. Anyway. Now. We're going to talk about Freddy here. I believe Freddy was bent over... And uh, freaking stabbed real good, man, in the poop shoot by all this. 
I believe, if you uh, watch my other video, that Andrew Glick, who was a member, it's very important that you understand that Glick was a member, and that's going to come up in this right here. And the reason why will also come up. Now, this is Freddy's appeal. Uh, what page is this right here? 17. I'm going to take you up so you just see it. This is Ferdinand uh, Angola. I probably pronounced it wrong again, Freddy. And by the way, you can see Freddy in the chat room. He communicates through another person, and they put exactly what he says in the ch uh, channel comments. So make sure you say hi when he comes out. State of New Jersey versus Ferdinand, and this was docket number 002208T4 on appeal from judgment of conviction and sentenced of the Superior Court of New Jersey. Now it talks about the case. Here's uh, all that stuff that they're going to argue, all that was wrong with the trial. If you don't know what an appeal is, go study it. Uh, let's see here. It goes through point one, point two, uh, point three, all the different stuff, the prejudices, uh, the irreparable harm, uh, everything that happened during that trial that they're going to go against is right here in the appeal. And then it goes up to the appeals court, and they're going to see if the trial was all right. It talks about the indictment. Uh, the state's brief uh, seeking admission of all pagan evidence and co-conspirator statements. Now, remember I was saying Glick was a member. Here's the thing, though. Freddie was not. At that time, he was not in the club. See, what the prosecution did was try to tie the pagans into with Freddy. It's all about theater. It's all about the way you present it to the jurors to give them that shock value. The judge let this in to his trial. At that very point, remember I was talking about how they prejudiced prejudice the jury when you see it in the newspaper i was talking about that in that uh feral deal with the outlaws out in buffalo new york only one line one line in that whole newspaper article where they said well he employed members of the outlaws and they didn't have nothing absolutely nothing to do with any of that stuff the members were just employed where they got to uh, they got to eat they got to provide for their family so they needed to they work but that don't fit the narrative of the feds so the feds go in there and say oh man now you know they're associated with the uh, syndicate uh all that kind of stuff just to make it look bad and what they do is that gets out into the public, and then when a trial comes, they're already prejudiced. So, 
let's listen to uh not listen to let's read a little bit uh of what they're talking about the court need only find that the scale tips slightly towards the evidence's apparent prejudice and away from its probative value to bar its admission prejudice in this case arose from the time to the reference of the pagans motorcycle club now remember remember the new jersey crime commission which we'll see has been going after the pagans like a freaking dog in heat baby they've been doing this forever A curative instruction may have had some ability to work if the jury only heard, and it's only is underlined, heard that the defendant was associated with the pagans and he had purportedly been the president years ago. Years ago. So he's been out of the pagans for a while. So why the hell are they bringing up that club? Because of the shock value. The state was permitted to place the entire institution of pagans on trial and allow all of their dirty laundry to be aired. Very potent point right there, isn't it? The state was permitted to place the entire institution of pagans on trial. They weren't going after Freddy. They were going after the pagans. They wanted it in record. But Freddy didn't break like a lot of other people do. He, he took it like a man. He stood up and said, no, the pagans are not a criminal organization. He stood tall. He didn't cop a plea. He stood tall. One of the things that happens when you strike a plea is they tell you that you have to admit the organization you were, are with or were with is a criminal organization. That way they have it on record and can use it. Prejudice in this case arose from the reference to the pagans. A curative instruction may have had some ability to work if the jury only heard that the defendant was associated with the pagans and he had purportedly been the president years ago. I just read that again. Hearing it twice starts making you go, what the hell's going on here? Oh, now I get it. Now I get it. I see what you're talking about, Hollywood. Consequently, the defendant, the pagan outlaw president, was tried for not just the indictment, but for every outlaw motorcycle gang stereotype in existence. The court was obligated to conduct a proper evidential analysis prior to allowing such inflammatory materials before the jury. Now, what kind of inflammatory materials could that be? Well, you know, let's pull out some newspapers. Let's pull out some law enforcement stuff, and let's throw it in the evidence. This is how bad these people really are. 
and you got to convict this man because he used to be a president of them. Notice I said used to be. <clears throat> he wasn't currently, he wasn't a member, he was used to be, meaning former, meaning no longer there. It would have been simplistic for the court to make findings that significantly narrowed the scope of pagan evidence. Air quotes. Yet balance the needs of the state. The jury should have been spared the deliberate and detailed graphics of pagan motorcycle club life, which ultimately denied the defendant a fair and impartial trial. That's what Conan's going to be facing with his trial. They're going to use the pay. It's not going to be, hey, you know, this might have not been his or if somebody was in the other car. I don't know all the details, just what the Justice Department has put out as well as in the newspapers. So if there was somebody else in the car, it could have been them. Or it could have been a cop that just popped it in there. A lot of people bring up, and this is where people are wrong. And I hate it. I really do. I hate it. But, yes, there's a Second Amendment right in the Constitution. Yes, there is, 100%. I believe in it 100%. I also believe that people that serve their time should have their rights restored. But the Constitution also gives the states the right to make their own laws. So the states say, hey, a felon can't have a gun. Well, guess what? You can't have a gun, and they're going to charge you with it. Just wanted to get that out there because people are going to put that in the comments section. They go on to uh, inappropriate and graphic pagan nicknames. Yes, the jury was given this. And it's nicknames, for Christ's sakes. Nicknames. This was allowed in Freddie's trial. Again, they weren't going after Freddie. They were going after Freddie plus the pagans. The jury was unnecessarily provided the nicknames of the defendant and of the people he associated with that conjured up violent and degenerate behaviors. OMC, Outlaw Motorcycle Club, OMG, Outlaw Motorcycle Club Gang, their sources that they put in the evidence was the FBI. Miserable 1% Fred Angelo. Yes, miserable 1%. This is what they were pre uh, presenting to the jury. Burr 1%, Slasher 1%, Chef 1%, Billboard 1%, and then they give the names after. That's what the jury's heard. Miserable 1%. So they're equating Freddie to being miserable. Well, you know what? You can look at Freddie. The dude's a freaking hippie, man. He's a freaking hippie. It don't look like he has a violent bone in the damn body, man, if you look at him. 
Dude, you know what? He'd probably be a fixture at Woodstock in the 1960s. I bet he, you know, Freddie used to smoke some good 420, man. But to call him miserable 1% in front of a jury. Self-serving definition of a 1% or 1%ers, of course, they talked about the whole Hollister stuff. Uh, they were only bad people, the baddest of the bad, blah, blah, blah. We heard it all the time. Self-serving characterization of the defendant was Freddy's crime world. Freddy's crime world, and that actually came from the characterization of the rat, Andrew Glick, who was a member of the Pagans and Freddy was not, because that's going to be important as we go down. Uncooperated testimony was presented to the jury as fact for conspiracy of either an attempted murder, attempted assault, or minimally intimidation, all of which were completely unrelated to the case at bar, which served no legitimate purpose other than to intentionally inflame the jurors. The judge allowed this. And you wonder why it is so easy for these guys to get convicted is because of these dirty-ass tricks that the prosecution always throws. Now, he has an attorney here, but do you imagine the guys that can't afford the attorneys, they get the public defenders who really don't care about the case, don't care about you, they're overworked, and they can't catch stuff like this. Then up on the parkway, so now we're um, in the car with him, Fred. Fred, I, I take it this is Glick's uh, talking. Your English is worse than mine, man. I thought I had bad freaking English. This guy, woof. And we're driving through, uh, you know, towards mainland, and I'm going, what the fuck is this? He said, I got two. This guy ripped him off for heating and cooling, which is across the street. He wants JD punches his own hand, you know. And then we got the one across the street, which he's offering ten grand for. I'm like ten grand to punch the guy in the face. He said no. They want you to. JD uses his right hand to make a gun symbol. His way, he said. The door will be open. He will be gone. They told me the whole thing. So Tommy fucking says he's sick. Blah, 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 blah. That's for uh, Freddy's crime world. This coming from an admitted rat. Over the ejection of the defense, the state attempted to justify... The damning testimony by stating, I think Glick, who is the witness, has already characterized the defendant as Freddy Crime World. Really? Rat. You can ask what it refers to, but my interpretation so far is what he testified to. Criminal activities that Freddy engages in. Multiple criminal activities, so I don't think it specifically says... Other outside matters. 
I got to remember to start turning my phone off. <laughs> the jury uh, improperly provided this testimony to show that the defendant had control as the president of the club. Now, 23. So if someone were to disobey a president, there could be a consequence. If you're thrown out of the club, you'd probably be beat up and thrown out of the club. <laughs> you're kidding me, right? That's what they said. This from a rat. Now, Freddie was an ex-president. He was a member. That's where this is important coming here. State question. Did there come a time when you were approached about some kind of drug distribution? Glick, yes. Can you tell us about that? Glick, he came to me in December of 2011 and had asked me, could I get rid of some pills? State, if you were the diamond and you didn't... Uh, you didn't about the drugs, then who was running the drug network? Glick, it was Fred, my former boss, who was retired at that point. How is a former boss giving orders to a pagan member? Oh, there it is. So, if Freddie is the former boss, and this guy Glick is a member, it can't happen. Pagans have been around since, what, 59 or something like that? They have strict bylaws. It wasn't until recently that they even started going out, off from the East Coast. Those bylaws kept them together. That secrecy kept them together. You know damn well if somebody's outside that club, they're not telling somebody that is a member what to do. Right here in bold, and this is from the rat's mouth himself. It was Fred, my former boss, who was retired at that point. Another important thing, state. So this was not a pagan thing? Glick. No. Prosecution is uh, putting the pagans on trial this whole damn time. So, if this wasn't a pagan thing, why the hell were they even brought into it? Why was that evidence even used against Freddy? You are crazy to think this wasn't a setup. On behalf of the prosecution and on behalf of cops. None of this evidence should have been used in this case. On direct examination, the state's own material cooperating witness stated clearly, without hesitation or prompting, that the alleged charges did not entail pagan participation. And Andrew Glick was a cooperating witness. They say, nice, he was a fucking rat. That's the kind of guy that wants to be Billy Badass and push everybody around because he has that vest 
And then as soon as the cops come calling, they run like a wreck. The pagan theory presented to the jury was intentional, divisive, and done only to induce emotions of fear and prejudice. The defendant was painted as bad people belonging to the baddest of the motorcycle riders. Unreal, huh? We're going to cover more of that in the next few episodes. Because I, I believe it's very important. Yes, I'm falling behind on Biker News. I get it. But there's other stuff that's very important out there, like what's coming up now. Everybody already knows Conan got arrested. This from the Department of Justice. A Suffolk County, New York man was arrested for illegally possession of firearms. Richter, a.k.a. Conan, 62, of Bayshore, New York, is charged by criminal complaint with one count. One count is all they needed. They've been hounding the pagans forever and ever and ever. They're always on their dick. And all they needed was that one count. He is scheduled to appear by video conference. Uh, Richter is the national president of the Pagans Motorcycle Club, an outlaw motorcycle gang known by law enforcement to engage in illegal activity, including narcotics trafficking, weapons trafficking, and violent crimes. On February 20th, the Pagans hosted a party in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. While Richter was traveling home from the party late at night, he was stopped by law enforcement in Mercer County, New Jersey. The same New Jersey that cannot stand the pagans. They got a hard-on for them. They're holding hearings on them. The same. They recovered a loaded Ruger P-35 or 345-45 Cal. Uh, he was previously convicted of felony offenses, including conspiracy to commit murder in aid of racketeering and attempted assault with a dangerous weapon in aid of racketeering, for he served 16 years. He did serve his time. But they're still after him, man. You know what? That's why parole don't work, because the cops are always after your ass any damn way. When you get on the street, they just want to slash you and put you right back in. The court... Uh, the count of being a felon in possession of a weapon carries a maximum sentence of 10 years in prison and a fine of $250,000. That one count, he is 62 years old right now. They're probably going to want to throw the fucking maximum at him. He'll be 72. The cops, ever since he's been out, have been after him. Now, that was from the DOJ. Let's see how the, uh, the newspapers are covering it. National leader of outlaw motorcycle gang charged with illegal possession of a firearm. LRSmedia.com. That's their title. You can bet they worked on law, with the law enforcement on this one. Federal officials say A.K.A. Conan Keith Richter is charged by criminal complaint with one count of possession by a firearm by a convicted felon. It also parlays what the statement is. 
but they just put it in their own language that their people can understand. Richter is the national president of the motor, uh, Pagan's Motorcycle Club, an outlaw motorcycle gang known by law enforcement to engage in illegal activity, including narcotics trafficking, weapons trafficking, and violent crimes. They took it right out of the freaking uh, press release. They didn't even quote it, man. They just put it in there. <laughs> uh, then they talk about how everything is from that indictment. Now, what do you mean that they're always messing with them? Well, here's the gangster report. This is from 2018. New Pagan's MC president tasked club with expansion. Violent attack ensues in Newark. This was when he was 58. And it talks about where he came from. He was a president in the 90s. Talks about what he was busted for. Uh, they say it did uh, 14 years and was released in 2012. Uh, then it goes on about his successor and all that type of stuff. But as soon as he came out of the joint, they were on him. How do they know that the MC's national press says, let's expand? And what I mean about New Jersey having a hard-on for the Pagans, there's the famous video in which the New York Crime Commission labeled the Pagan as a serious threat. You don't think this is going to prejudice a jury in a trial like Freddy's or the upcoming one with Conan. Oh, you guarantee they're going to pull out all the nasty tricks like they did there with Freddy. They're going to do the same thing with Conan. They're going to try to blame him for every rogue member that's went out there and got busted. That's what they're going to do. It ain't going to be about the gun charge. They're going to put the trial, uh, the Pagans on trial. They're going to put the entire club on trial. And the Pagans... Like every other club, are hard-working people. But this one, the vice president knows how to answer. The national vice president, can you explain why there is such a large number of Canadian motorcycle club members that are, that are dealing narcotics within the organization? Which is certainly the Fifth Amendment privilege. Something you want to weigh in on, shed light on the I plead the fifth. All I will say is that it is not the policy of this club for anybody to engage in any criminal activity. Not the policy of the club to engage in criminal activity. It is not the policy of the club to engage in criminal activity. That's what most of the clubs are doing. They don't want the attention. They don't need the attention. They don't want the press. They don't want the cops. It is not their policy. Again, rogue members. But the cops, the courts... They're going to continue 
to use what has happened in the past with these clubs against the people they are charging. That's what's going to happen. They did it to Freddie, and they're going to do it to Conan now. That's how ruthless these people are. And I hope ordinary people that are hearing this on the radio or listening on YouTube understand that. It's all theatrics. You now have the banditos coming out and saying they were throwing people out for drugs. You have the pagans that say it's not their policies. How much more do you have to say? Well, they're just saying that to cover it up. No. Okay, is, should we think about that with all law enforcement then? When you guys are out there, like we covered in the wall of shame, you had an entire freaking uh, police department that was selling out? Come on. Common sense, man. It's all about the propaganda battle. So hopefully you guys learned something. Again, you know, that's why I didn't cover his stuff uh, right away when it came out because I wanted to put it in context as a whole of what they're trying to do with the Pagans Club. If you see Freddie in the comments, say hi to him. He's a real cool freaking guy, man. Uh, again, he's uh, speaking through uh, the phone to somebody to put it on there. You know how it works. Hopefully uh, Conan gets a good lawyer. And But mark my words, they're going to use the same tactic as they did with Freddie against him. They're going to put the Pagans Motorcycle Club on trial, which in returns gives the cops more freaking money for their budget. And it makes it look like the crime commission was right. That they're nothing but a big bad gang. Unfreaking real, man. Again, uh, second segment will not be happening today. We'll be back with the uh, full show tomorrow. Uh, again, uh, first segment of the Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem debuts on YouTube and Facebook, or actually YouTube. And uh, then it goes over to WMMRDB, MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. Don't forget to go over there. Download that Xeno app, man. You get uh, Xeno.com or something like that, uh, but it's Xeno on Google Play and Apple. You can download it, and music's all freaking day long, 24 hours, and nothing but the best rock and roll, man. That's what I'm telling you. So with that, I'll talk to you guys later. I'll see you Friday, man. The end of the week.